0: space trash trash in space space trash lifestyles the rich and uranus space trash celebrities they're trash but the astrology can help us understand transmission
1: incoming <laughs> <laughs> greetings trashlings and welcome to a solemn episode of space trash
0: lifestyles of the rich and uranus
1: and i'm Sarah Armel, and I'm Molly Malshine and we're gathered here together to mourn the loss of Madonna, Louise, Veronica Chicone Richie Pen <laughs> <laughs> Instagram account.
0: <laughs> Was that her last? No. Who would have been the last husband? I know it, it went. It pen, would be Pen, Pen Richie, Pen Richie. Madonna, Louise,
1: Veronica Ciccone Pen Richie.
0: Really good work, Mall. Thank you. <laughs>
1: I must stand. If Jess is listening, which she better be, uh, Jess used to be like early on. In like the early days of internet fandom, Jess was part of MadonnaVillage dot com, and her screen name was Justify My Love.
0: Wait, what is MadonnaVillage dot com?
1: A fan forum about Madonna, and I was on it too. And my name was Come Wait. On Vogue, and all the zeros, all the O's were zeros. Obviously. Oh My
0: God, awesome! Text Jess see if she wants to get on here right now. Okay, she I might have a mic. What well, does she have a job? It's one p.m. on a Monday here.
1: Yeah, she has a job. Yeah. She has a job. Fuck. Oh, but it's an MLK day.
0: She might be off. Happy MLK day, everybody. Oh,
1: right. Okay. I'm going to say, do you want to talk on the pod about Madonna deleting Instagram Yeah. or issue a statement? <laughs> or issue a statement? That's yeah. So okay. So what we're going to do is go through some of Madonna's most iconic and infamous Instagram posts and see what we can glean about the current state of the material girl
0: as it relates to her online material.
1: Oh my God, I'm not following her. What's wrong with me? So, okay, she deleted all her posts today. Uh, have we had confirmation that it's because she's promoting a tour?
0: What does confirmation mean? According to when I Googled real quick, I was like, oh, it's because of a tour. So it was pretty clear to me when I Googled real quick, but like,
1: okay, Madonna 64 to embark on the biggest world tour she's ever done. It's going to be a 40th anniversary tour. This is really interesting because she has seemed a little out of it. I think it's fair to say for yes. the past few years, I have my own, I have my own, uh, Hypotheses
0: on what's going on? Oh, I'm dying to know.
1: Well, as you all, as we all know, Madonna's a horse girl. Ever since she married the oh. British director, Guy Ritchie, and moved to the British countryside and shot one of the most iconic Vogue editorials of all time, where she's running, chasing after chickens in a field. She's dressed like Beatrix Potter. It's amazing. She became a horse girl around that time, as many rich people do. Mm. And at one point, she fell off a horse. And then at another point, later on, she fell off on stage uh so she's basically had some hip issues and she has also very clearly uh, it it looks as experimenting
0: with cosmetic arts
1: exactly a bbl there's hints of a bbl yes which obviously requires anesthesia and which results in say it with me all of these things put together painkillers so oh yeah i'm just oh, speaking
0: wow mal
1: speaking as a fan and as a person who watches a lot of celebrities do stuff it's giving opioid addiction and it's been giving that Whoa. for a few years
0: that actually is a really clarifying if it's true it's a very clarifying hypothesis you know i i'm a fan i love don and you know <laughs> i think she's offered a lot for the culture and i especially think she's offered a lot for the culture Culture in terms of women who, like, don't get picked right away. Like, I love that she just, like, kept fighting to get the work and to make the work and to be recognized. Like, I think she's cool for that. But, yeah, Instagram has not been... And, because, and she's always been controversial, so I think... That's the thing. It's like, so, so I never totally know if she's fucking with us or not like
1: seemed like you know back when she was at her zenith in the 90s I guess we would say that was when she was at the peak of her powers like Mm -hmm. post blonde ambition the world was her oyster she was fucking with us she was controversial she was pushing the envelope but it was always in service of something you could always tell that she was going for something It, it never felt gratuitous
0: right it was always
1: like oh she's um trying to get us to open up about sex more. If you've watched Truth or Dare, the documentary, which is incredible, everyone should watch. She's, one of her big fights that's going on is like the Vatican is trying to get her not to perform in Italy and she's fighting for her right to self-expression. Like it's always been, you could you could see where what she was going for. Even mm-hmm. if she was, even if it was ultimately a little shallow once in a while, it was still like, all right, yeah. She's got a thesis and she's pushing it forward. But now
0: she's just- She's she been, no, been a little aimless, been a little aimless.
1: Yeah, like, you know, the the uh, the eyebrows, she's got no eyebrows. That to me is classic Madonna because she's like, fuck you. I don't want eyebrows right now. I got red hair, no eyebrows.
0: What do you think the relationship between Madonna's eyebrows are and the recent runway trend of blonde or no eyebrows? Like, did she start it or is she copying it or is it unrelated?
1: She didn't start it. She's coming back to it because she's done it before. And oh. this is the thing that a lot of people also don't understand because, you know, the youngsters today, they like to saying that people are prompt. Problematic and Madonna has done some problematic
0: things on but, Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah, but what they don't get is like, yes, she has, and she also invented Pop Stardom, and every yeah. single artist is yeah. following the blueprint from Billie Eilish to Miley Cyrus to Lil Nas X. Like they're all following the blueprint that Madonna set out. Sorry, nobody else invented that. No one else was as popular as her. Yes, you could argue. Okay, I guess Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson was never trading on controversy until later in life when we all decided he was weird. He was never right. trying to seem <laughs> weird. <Right>. he <laughs> just is
0: he he just is a weird dude. Come
1: get on the carousel with me. Yeah, like he was never trying to push the envelope. Whereas Madonna was like, Yeah, Madonna's like, I'm gonna crucify myself on stage. Like Michael hey. Jackson never would have done that. He just was like, Look at my artistry, you know, like the, the way that artists now keep themselves in the news the way that they, you know, like gain fans and make news about their album that's aside from the music. It's all invented by her. That's the blueprint. And reinventing yourself, the concept of eras,
0: Madonna made that up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she definitely gave everybody permission to just, like the moon, go through phases. Mm-hmm. And the only person I could think of that might have come before Madonna is Cher. I mean, Cher had Sunny at the beginning, but I don't know, actually, because it's like she almost didn't come into her like real pop star era until also the 90s.
1: Yeah, turn back time. I mean, right. yeah, she, she was sort of dormant for a while and focusing on acting and things like that. I think right. she's more of like a media personality. She almost it reminds me more of a Rihanna in a way where yeah. like the music is a vehicle to present to us this extremely cool person that we all want to pay attention to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't really think Cher or Rihanna is sitting around like drumming out beats and, and, and singing little ditties into their iPhone to record later and lay down on a track. Like they're both incredible and stupendous and you can't keep your eyes off them. And the music is a vehicle for the person you know what right. I mean? Right, yeah, and totally. And I hope nobody gets pissed off by me saying that because again, I love both of their music. And Madonna too, you could argue that she, you know, she she's not Beethoven, but-
0: Well, she's more of an artist though. Like I think when you talk about like the phases and the, she actually is, when she, when we're seeing Madonna like express herself, it, it, it does feel like a show. It feels like a performance, right? Where Cher is actually like, Cher's here. Whereas Madonna's like, what is she going to do?
1: Yes, Cher's here. That's it. That's exactly it. And again, we love them all. Madonna and Cher are always fighting also. They hate each other. Really? Yeah, they're always beefing. So Madonna has not deleted her reels, which makes me really, uh, really excited because I think it means we're going to maintain the chaos of her Instagram, even though she's deleted the grid. This is an aesthetic choice. This is not a...
0: Right, she didn't delete Instagram.
1: Yeah, she deleted all of her posts that are in the grid. So she's left up all these extremely weird. I mean, her most recent one, she's a horse girl. She's, she's walking next to a horse with a helmet on, no eyebrows, and she's in a field. Um, you know, she was posting stuff about doing a ritual in Africa like earlier this week. She's got that a week ago, dancing under the full moon with the Maasai and good music. And she's someone got someone get her to the her. moon, you Oh my God. I love this clip. Look at them dancing. They look.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at them one up right now.
1: Yeah, they're killing it. Um it's really cute, but but yeah, so she's deleted her her Instagram grid and like I said, her Instagram grid up to this point has been completely unfiltered and chaotic.
0: Wait, how, I can't see the reels.
1: Uh it's a special tab here. I'll just
0: put in the chat. I'm curious.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it on desktop, so there's oh, a oh, oh. thing of posts, reels, and tagged.
0: Um yeah, I I feel like I also think it would be just based on how much she clearly has enjoyed this, uh, medium of expression for better or worse. I have a hard time believing she's like off Instagram as much as like, right. They'll do something where it's like advertisement, advertisement, advertisement to sell a tour and then it'll just be your Instagram again. I, I, right. as I, as I think, you know,
1: and I would die to be in a, in the meeting where her record label successfully convinced her to nuke her Instagram because you know that was a fucking struggle.
0: Oh, yeah. And I mean, I think that's even like, I feel like what we're seeing or what, what maybe I'm putting too much of my own st- shit into this, but I feel like the fact that the reels still even exist, we're seeing her. This is the fight. I'm not, I'm, I'm not deleting my reels. I spend too much time no. editing.
1: I think she just doesn't even know the reels are on another tab. I, someone just,
0: You don't don't think she has like a social media... I guess, actually, no. She probably doesn't have a social media person based on the shit that she's posting.
1: Exactly. Like the stuff that she's posting is so... It's like Britney Spears. It's truly like... And I think it's also part of it might be that she's not that weird in real life, but she comes across really weird on Instagram because she is an artist and she's creating micro music videos. All of her music videos were weird as hell. Like they were always... Like, the first couple in the 80s were just her dancing around in 80s costumes. And then from then on, they were all high concept. So I think she, like, part of why she seems very strange is, like I said, I think there might be a little bit of pharmaceuticals going on.
0: Well, that makes so much sense, though, because the one thing that sh- that she does seem to have lost, how do I put it? Because what I want to say is her edge, but it isn't her edge as much as it's her, like, edges, like, not just because of the BBLs and the, you know, the skin smoothing and the filters or whatever, but just, like, she doesn't seem as with it as, like, she used to be so ready to, like, ready to, you know, fight or ready to yes. sort of... Like, on top of yeah, her... Yeah, ready league. to play. And, like, she does seem a little bit like... Lada.
1: Yeah, she was sparring with everyone she came across. She was, like, the most combative celebrity. Like, kind of like... I am loath to say his name because I'm so sick of talking about him. But Prince Harry's Oh,
0: I was thinking Kanye. It,
1: it, it depends on what mood he's in. But Harry, when he goes in an interview, everything you say to him, he's going to be like, well, I, 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 I and like Madonna is kind of the same way. Like, do you remember that really famous one uh, when Lady Gaga first came out? And one of the interviewers was like, you recently said that Lady Gaga's song Born This Way was derivative. What did you mean by that? And she just sipped, literally picked up a cup of tea. I don't know where the hell she got it. Sips from it and goes, look it up.
0: It's oh, oh, yeah, right. Like she is, she is cool. Like right, she actually is so cool, so funny. Um, yeah i I love Madonna. She's performance
1: artist, combative in interviews, sharp as a tack. Until recently, she started to feel a little more. Let's call her ethereal. She gives off more of a fractal thinking vibe. She seems like she might be on mushrooms. Or painkillers.
0: It's actually 10 years since she's been on the gram. Her first post was promoting her 2013 tour. And so it all started in 2013. Martini in first picks. Diva debuts her new photo-centric social media account. And Natch flashes some flesh for fans. February 11, 2013. Madonna's ready to Vogue it up for Instagram. Wait, hold on. Let me, where is the...
1: I wonder if that's the tour I went to. Is the photo oh. cube Because I went to her, see her at Madison Square Garden with Jess. And it was incredible. It was great. And you know what else I have really have to say? She sounded great live. Her voice really so much better than I thought it was going to be. It had so much more power than uh, you know most of her songs seem like they would on the radio. And it was very clear that she was singing. She might have had backing tracks, but you know she sounded great.
0: You know what it was? It was um, she was in the middle of the MDNA tour, which I do remember well. Because what a funny joke, MDNA. Yeah, la, 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 la. great. But then she released the live album, and so that's what she started Instagram for.
1: Okay, cool. Was that the tour you went to? I don't remember. She, de- she did crucify herself, as I mentioned earlier. She sang up on a cross with her arms, like, taped to it or whatever, which was great.
0: Nice. But,
1: but nice. yeah, she's had a few albums since then. Um, I'm looking at an Instagram right now post of hers where her butt is sticking out from under a bed in fishnets.
0: Well, I think that goes down in history. Like, if you want to talk about, like, like Madonna's most memorable, best, worst post of all time, like, to the point where, like, even Kate Beckinsale reposted it as a joke, and then she reposted a screenshot from her daughter saying, like, oh, my God, Mom, you have to take that down, and then Kate responded, ha, 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 gotcha, it's Madonna, I would never...
1: <laughs> she seems kind of funny, actually. I fucking love
0: her. I think she's so funny, so cool. I she's one of the only celebrity Instagrams that like I genuinely enjoy. I think she's one of the best on gram.
1: Kate Beckinsale. Wow, you heard it here first.
0: Yeah. Great oh. with animals. Great with animals. Funny stuff.
1: Yeah, this one was iconic because um, you know, the the biggest point that Madonna's been making in the last few years has been I'm allowed to keep doing what I've always been doing, uh, even though I'm older. And it's true. It's a salient point. It's also kind of the point being made by the entire Real Housewives franchise. Yeah. We know about it, but it is still courageous of her in a way. Well, and I also Uh, feel like
0: there is this like trend towards, I feel like models are now working way older too. Like, I feel like I just saw Jane Fonda in something like a campaign for something. And I just feel like there is like a, a trend right now towards empowering the crones, And I think it's really cool. (laughs) And I wonder, um, I kind of hope it stays. It's hopeful for our futures.
1: Oh, I love it. I would love, I would pay to hear an older woman talk over a younger woman any day of the week. A million percent. It's so much more interesting. And, but the the thing with what Madonna's doing is she's like, she's like, I'm allowed to still be hot through the magic of plastic surgery as I age. And it's like, okay, like. Fight the power, sure.
0: Well, it's like I guess the question is like, does she look hot?
1: Right, she looks a little sciencey, a, a little, little science. Bit, yeah, science. So I don't know. I would love to see a little bit more, um a little more depth to what she's doing. You know, yeah. Just I lately.
0: mean, I feel like the last thing that she posted, or like the most recent posts that she has shared, have been like. I feel like everybody's commentary has been like, why does she look like she's thirteen? And it's like, she's probably using filters, dude. Like, what do you mean?
1: Right. And the thing that she kind of, it, it kind of, this is why she is so good at what she does. And she is such a lightning rod because she gets people talking about whether she should or shouldn't have to cover up, whether she should or shouldn't look the way she looks. And at the end of the day, it's a very boring conversation. I think right. totally. because it's like, yeah, of course she should. And of course it's, incredibly annoying and grating that so many people still get angry like so many men when you hear that when she comes up who are like oh god is she still and it's like why do you care how are right. you even coming across her posts like just it, it, it doesn't matter she's not doing she's not even saying anything lately she's literally not even speaking I mean, I think that's because the last time she spoke in, on Instagram was to, like, call her from the N-word. Well, I was going to say,
0: that was the other big famous flop of hers, which was like, sorry, I meant it. I meant it like he was my homie or something like that. Like, she yeah. like, sorry, I meant it as a, a term of endearment and it wasn't cool. And it's like, all right, just because you have a black daughter does not mean you can say the N-word. Come on.
1: Yeah, that was the beginning of the end
0: where you yeah. were just kind of like, huh? but I. But it would it make sense, though, if I think you're right, though, that, like, because... I, as controversial as she's always been she also has been pretty with it so I feel like to not know that you shouldn't say that especially on Instagram like painkillers would make sense
1: exactly she's like you said she's always been so on top of her game and um it just doesn't track that suddenly she doesn't know every single whim of the public and every single thing that you are or aren't supposed to do like if she was going to decide to say the n-word in any context the old madonna it would have been i'm not saying this would be right i'm just saying what she would do would be have an incredibly well thought out performance art way of doing it but Mm. to just slip it in on an otherwise completely non-newsworthy instagram caption is just like oh my god like what's going on this is a different person like it's not beyond belief that she would say it because she is
0: well she also is like she has that celebrity thing where it's like she's like so successful and like so above all the people that she's like i'm not white i'm madonna
1: right like when Stefani's saying she's japanese like you're just
0: right what's well, the person about. who's <laughs> like sur- get real
1: it's a person who's surrounded by employees who <laughs> right. are just like yes. yeah 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 and like makeup artists being it's like so oh so my exotic. god yeah
0: yeah 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 say that say that (laughs) you know 100 percent.
1: yeah so like it's just she's not it 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 doesn't ring as herself and it pains me every time she does something like that because you're just like god she was so with it and so on top of it and I don't want to condescend and be like she's not anymore because I don't know her it's just from what I see like the n-word thing was a travesty
0: not good and
1: just the the lack of I don't know. It's, it's not thought provoking this. Can I be older and be hot conversation? We've had it since time immemorial and more and more women are doing it without making, without looking kind of weird and science-y. Also you should be, I guess that and that's another point that she's bringing up. You're allowed to look science-y if you want to look science.
0: Well, and it's like sort of like everybody sort of does right now.
1: Yeah. We've talked about this before. The overturn yeah. window has shifted for yeah. what rings uh sciencey right like Heidi Montag's original right like oh that's a great example plastic surgery makeover if you look at the photos from that now she looks like every girl in a spin class you know right. whereas back then we were like she's gone too far she's crossed the Rubicon right but it's, it's just this is normal so I mean it's it's just I guess the thing is Madonna what she was pushing the limits for before was self expression pop what mainstream culture was willing to see or talk about in terms of sex and women and and things like that and now she's continuing to do that but it's just in a way of like how far can i push the uncanny valley plastic surgery vibe in my old age is it what harry would call a fight worth fighting for or is it just a little bit i, I don't know is it on purpose or is it just a side effect of being vain
0: speaking astrologically i think it's totally on purpose <laughs> madonna's chart is really interesting because she's a leo no shock there she's oh, a- she's
1: the leo leo is madonna
0: actually right but it's interesting because she is a late degree leo she's a 23 degree leo in her 12th house so the whole thing with madonna that i don't think we quite realize is that she can't really how do i put it like she doesn't really know how she comes across she knows her she has a super duper virgo stellium starting in the 12th house including her rising and then moving into the first house where her moon in virgo is so she knows how things she 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 has a lot of control issues in the area of like what she presents what words she uses i actually think even looking at her chart that that fishnets bbl like ass pick from last year or whatever. I, and looking at this now, I'm like, oh, that was on purpose to show, like, what a BBL looks like, like, and sort of how – because it looked like a weird ass. Like, it wasn't like a hot ass. It was like – it was a weird picture of it. Yeah, it was
1: like circle, circle
0: Yeah, lo- legs, you know? But I think she was actually – like, based on her chart, I'm like, oh, she was sh- – she knew it was like a weird picture. She's like, this is our weird culture. I'm going to show it to you, and I'm in my 60s. Like, I think – You know, she has her son in Leo, but it's in the 12th house. So every phase that she's gone through, every iteration of her career has been a powerful, controlled, edited, and really well thought out. I think it's coming from her soul because the moon in Virgo, like, but it's in her first house. Like she wants to present, um, herself in a way that is like i actually think she she does care about healing the collective on whatever level and she feels that what the things that she's doing in the same vein as virgo harry like virgo's really they're anal they're controlling they're neurotic but they do really care they really care about and they're capable of support and of giving and of nurturing and sort of like healing so i think that like a lot of what she's doing is on purpose to give us this sort of maternal editorial every step of the way that isn't necessarily even her, because I think she is nothing but a performer and she's the product of the work that she, and I also think it's interesting, like too, like Sun in the 12th house and Leo, like her, her interest in religion and Kabbalah, like she is actually getting messages from spirit and like deciding how to translate those into um how she's showing up in the world
1: yeah you know she is a mother of six she adopted four of her kids um which you know it could be some people would say that's indicative of caring a lot and other people think that her adoptions have been problematic because some of those kids at least one of them just still has living parents in africa and everyone's like well what why'd you adopt a kid that has a parent you know
0: the Malawi, the Malawi,
1: Malawi. Yeah. And like, even I think someone like Angelina Julio or someone was interviewed about it and she said she should have known better than to adopt from Malawi because it's not a seamless process. It's kind of hard, but she was just kind of obsessed with Malawi. And you know, it reminds me of Harry because you could also maybe argue that she has a bit of an infantilizing relationship with African countries, you know, like she has a documentary about her charity work in Malawi and it was called Raising Malawi. As if right. you know, upon mommy's raising- here. Right, exactly. Like a pun on raising children, and it's like, well, it's not. Malawi's not a child. It's it's a and also country.
0: your four malawians aren't reps of the country now just because you're high profile.
1: Right, like. I don't know. So, so it's interesting because even with her motherhood, she wants to be this super mom and it's, she's so, such a magnet for controversy. She can't even just like adopt kids in a non-controversial way.
0: Right. Oh, that's right. David. David was the first one. David
1: Banda. Yeah. David he,
0: Banda. Yeah. Yeah. His dad is like still alive. Or Does he have a relationship he- with them? I wonder.
1: I don't know. Let's see, David Banda.
0: Yeah, I'm interested in that. It's
1: just interesting because it's like.
0: I mean, I don't oh. mind adopting. Like hypothetically, most people that get adopted still have living parents somewhere. Like they're not all orphans, but. Oh, I that's think, true.
1: Nowadays, yeah.
0: You know, but I think. Yeah, it would be interesting to know the like, actual details. Right. Of- I mean the
1: the argument for a lot of people. I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with this. This is far too complex for me to have a real opinion on. Sure. But a lot of people argue, um, why would you pay all this money to adopt a child and take them away from their, their parents and their family and their homeland when you could try to pay that money to help their parent get the treatment they need or the resources they need to create a good a better home for that child? You know, like why and who gets to decide? who is the good parent who gets to decide you're not fit. You know what I mean? Like it, it kind of is a bit bit of an ethical quagmire, especially when you bring sort of like white savior right. type conversations into it. It's like, well, hang on. If he has a dad, why don't you just give the dad a bunch of money?
0: Well, I mean, I guess because she's a Virgo rising Virgo moon, I like to think that while she may possess the overwhelming desire to control and uh, maintain composure and and power I like to think that the other part of the Virgo in her like made like had that conversation I mean Virgo is mercurial like I like to think she went and had that conversation with the bandas and they decided as a family like this is what would be best for for all parties because like I don't know I just I do feel like Virgo moons especially are very responsible about their emotional impact on people and of actually being of service. So I don't know. I, I could see, I would hope that she, that she, I mean, does she talk, did you watch Raising Malawi? Cause I wonder if she even, no. I wonder if she talks about, it'd be interesting to see if there's anywhere where she talks about like the, the process of, of why David and why those people, why those children, you know, or how that yeah. came about. Well, his
1: dad, his dad has ne- since, since david was adopted his dad has spoken out and said he were, he now has a full-time job he has enough money to take care of his family he wants to reconnect with his son and he will drag madonna to court for child trafficking if she doesn't comply now that's from july 28th, 2021 so what the adoption was always a very messy it was always very like not cut and dry and so, sort of ethically weird we don't we don't need to get so into this it's really not Love that
0: it though. wow drama I know
1: it's just Dark. so above our it's so Dark. above our pay grade like to to figure out what the transnational adoption rules should be like I, no right. we, yeah, I don't know
0: we don't know you know but hundred yeah, yeah so
1: that's just the thing where like you know I think her Virgo moon might make her extremely controlling but I don't know if Like, I don't know if she is seeing things through other people's eyes. I think she's seeing how can I be the best person to control this situation? And I'm going to justify it to myself with a thousand bulleted list. You know what I mean? Like, totally. whenever they interview her daughter, Lourdes, she's like I wasn't allowed to watch tv growing up I wasn't allowed to do this this and this and it's like first of all Madonna way to bite the hand that feeds you like love you really though yeah really your kid can't have mass media but you fucking are the queen of controlling mass media at the end of the 20th century right and like she's she's extremely strict as a parent she's extremely controlling that's how she got to where she is so I think maybe as her as she was kind of getting older and being like I want to focus more on motherhood, it was like I'm going to be the most controlling mother and I'm going to have six kids and yeah, like, I'm going to show the world how to be a good parent and how to raise these kids in a way that they wouldn't have gotten in their home country. And then you're just like, ah, this feels
0: weird. Well, it's interesting <laughs> you know? though because I and I agree with you totally that like yeah, I mean in her chart her chiron is in Aquarius in the sixth house. So I think what we're seeing is like her trying to serve by Aquarius, like going overseas to like save these African children. And actually now we're talking about, you're going to get sued by the father of one of your adopt quote unquote adopted kids, because in your, like, in your attempt to like serve in a way that really does like serve your ego, and, and like continue to create the biopic that you are, that you are excited to present, it actually like hurts people more than it helps people.
1: Right. Like Jess, I hope won't be upset about me speaking for her, but like when she was at the peak of her Madonna fandom, she was like, I don't ever want to meet Madonna because she is mean to her fans. (laughs) Oh really? She's mean to her fans. She's a nightmare to the people she works with who work for her like if you watch any interview truth or dare even like she's like just saying things to people that are borderline too much like she's she doesn't seem like a pleasant person to work with at all or to interact with if you're not if she's not seeing you as a complete equal so I wonder
0: what she's like as a mom actually
1: she's she's super controlling and her mom died when she was really little so right. she's got a serious like mother
0: wound and well, and also side note, it also explains she, not only a moon in the first house where like you actually have to figure out how to mother yourself first and foremost. Her uh, moon is exactly conjunct her asteroid Ceres, which is like the grieving mother, the, the separation between mother and it's, it's, the, you know, Persephone, Persephone and Demeter myth. It's, it's Demeter. It's the one, it's the, it's the separation between mother and child. Yeah
1: when and when she had Lourdes she went on like a whole press tour talking about how much how happy she was to be a mother and how obsessed she was with Lourdes and like she did put so much thought into like what it means for me to have a child when my mother died when I was so young. I can't like, she goes on Oprah and she's such a closed off person and she refuses to open up emotionally in any interview. But in in this one Oprah interview, she describes looking into her daughter's eyes for the first time and what it was like. And it's just like, whoa, holy shit. Like she's taking the same level of intensity that she takes toward a music video or a new era in her like reinvention of her career. That same level of intensity and obsession and forethought into being a mother. And, like, yeah. as you should, you should be intensely thinking about what it means to be a mother, I guess. But, like, she, like, you can just see that she's kind of, she was, she's not just like, oh, great, nature's taking its course. I'm a mom now. She's like, <laughs> right. this is what it means, you know? So, uh,
0: I don't know. I guess that's. Yeah, crazy. I think it means a, a huge amount to her for sure. Yeah. Um, Lordis is the oldest? No. Yes, Lourdes is the oldest.
1: She What's the order Rocco of the kids? It goes Lourdes, Rocco, David, Banda. I think she adopted David either when she was still with Guy Ritchie or right after they divorced. I think so, too. Yeah. And then the three girls, I sort of lost track. Right,
0: Two of them are twins, I think.
1: Yeah. Mercy, Stell, and es- Esther, which was her Kabbalah name, I remember. LOL. Mm. So she adopted, she adopted these girls from, like, Malawi and gave them Jewish names.
0: <laughs> well i mean actually in my torah as i've been reading the torah for the first time i guess if i'm being honest ever um it was i did have the moment where i was like oh i know what he means like the jews like are people of color like like the 12 tribes of israel they are to be black and when jewish kan- when kanye said it when kanye said like the jews I, yeah, I might, I might, I can cut that if it doesn't make sense, but actually until they were like flooded with missionaries, there were probably a lot of African Jews.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There are now too. Mm-hmm. um There was a story on page six, insiders say Madonna won't listen to anyone about her disastrous Instagram, I guess, <laughs> in 2020. And to me, it sounds like these are the people who have a, a stake, a monetary stake in brand Madonna. And they're like listen, please keep investing in her because she won't listen to us. And, oh, this was when she was in a bathtub with flowers. Oh, my right, gosh. Right, yes.
0: Oh, Madge, why are you
1: doing it? Why are you doing it?
0: Well, I guess that's really the problem, though. It's like, It's like it would be a lot cooler if – and, like, there are really hot older women. Like, it would be a lot cooler if she actually did look hot. And I think she actually does look a little bit more – unwell or like drugged out, like yeah painkillers make sense like she looks a bit uh yeah like ethereal that's a lovely way to put it mom
1: yeah she looks she and she was never ethereal before she was powerful that was her essence was power strength muscles she was the muscle right. girl, you know and now it's like floaty no eyebrows it's like a right. Grimes vibe. It's like, what? It's Grimes vibe
0: is right. What is she going to get out with Elfier soon? Come on, Don. Yeah.
1: So let me read actually from this. is kind of funny. What's wrong with Madonna? Insiders say her bizarre Norma Desmond-esque quarantine diaries on Instagram coming on the heels of her recent disastrous Madame X concert tour are proof that 61-year-old star has lost touch with her audience. I worshipped her. We all did, said someone who has worked with Madonna in recent years and has ties to her in her circle. I still do, but I'm disappointed. It's like she's selling out to keep getting attention and she doesn't know how weird she's coming off. I keep hoping she'll snap out of it. I mean, it's drugs. It's drugs.
0: I think Norma Desmond is a good analogy, but sort of mean, sort of rude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's like, as she ends the era that she, when she came, it's like, all right, she's like, she was in talkies, like, relax.
1: Yeah. Like the era doesn't need to be ending. She's the oh, real, yeah. It also says Howard Stern grilled Rosie O'Donnell about her friend Madonna last week, referencing the milk bath video and asking if Rosie can ever be honest with Madonna and tell her she's coming off badly. Rosie said yes, but Madonna won't quote won't listen.
0: I believe that.
1: And then a choreographer, Brad Jeffries said no one around her today can tell her anything. Liz could, that was her publicist forever. But she's gone. That's why Madonna seems to be going so deep into the crazy right now. I defend her right to sleep with 25 year olds because if she was, if she were a 61 year old guy sleeping oh, with 25 yeah. year old women, no one would blink an eye. Agreed. But the way she's doing it comes off a little desperate. She's dating a 21 year old model, Jesus Luz. What an iconic name. Jesus Luz. Jesus Luz. I
0: love that.
1: Um, amazing name.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. But anyway, I guess, I guess that's probably everything for Madonna. Let me see if Jess is a just statement. Let's
0: see. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff was also
1: um she was the first ever guest of this podcast back when it was Diva Behavior Wow full circle I know our inaugural episode was about Madonna so scroll all the way back and I actually it was the first time that and I have to say I've come so far with podcasting Yeah it took bitch me 8 hours to edit it and I found a way to take all of these little archival clips of Madonna quotes and splice them in. Oh, my and God. It definitely didn't add anything to the flow <laughs> of the episode. And it was sort of jarring to listen to But back. way to
0: go for it.
1: But I went for it. And
0: you know, that was my first episode. That's so exciting. I also think it's sort of interesting. Like, that was your first episode. Yeah. When was that? When was the first episode?
1: It was pre-COVID. So I think it was like 2018, 2019.
0: I wonder, like, we'll scroll back, we'll find out what month, but like, I also think it's kind of interesting that like, even now when Madonna comes up again in this iteration of the pod, it's almost like a month away from being the literal 10 year anniversary of Madonna being on Instagram.
1: Oh yeah. That is interesting. You know, like, I'm going to try to see how long ago it was, um, yeah. The she only thing. Review us on Apple Podcasts, by the way, we still need a lot more reviews.
0: Yeah, would really be so cool if you did?
1: July twenty fifth, twenty nineteen, the modern state of Madonna with Jessica Stevens.
0: Oh, I'm. You know, I kind of want to listen to that. I wonder like what has changed since then.
1: I know. Now, uh, Jess has issued her statement. She said, "Lol, I ha- about Madonna deleting Instagram. Lol, I had no idea that happened. Probably for the best, though.
0: Wonderful. You heard it first. Jess did not know, and she thinks it might be for the best." Yeah. I don't know if she thinks it's for the best that she didn't know or that Madonna actually just took down the weird photos. Yeah. Am I right in saying Like a Virgin was her first, like, hit? No. Oh. Well, that was a big one, let's just say. That was one of the big ones. One of the like, big
1: earlies, yeah.
0: Like a virgin, what is Virgo? What is Virgo moon? The virgin. So she really mm. is kind of playing off of, you know, and she's super Italian. Like I do think there's probably an inner conflict between that Leo 12th house sun and then that Virgo moon in the first house where like virgin and virginity, like, I totally get why the whore Madonna uh, conversation was so inspiring to her because I think it actually is like a genuine um inner conflict of hers for all time.
1: Yeah. And she's super Catholic. I mean, look at her name, right? Like, iconic name. And that's Madonna is Mary, the Virgin Mary. And she's obsessed with that. And like, I think a big part of what keeps
0: her going and keeps her. thinking. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Right. The Virgin Mary and like a virgin and Virgo is the virgin.
1: Yeah. She said in interviews before they were like, like when they're like, is your real name Madonna? And she's like, yes, it's my real name. And so the only choices for me in life were to be either this or a nun, which is so funny.
0: Isn't her but... real name Louise? No, her middle
1: name's Louise. Her, her real first name... name
0: is really Madonna?
1: Yes, her first name is Whoa. Madonna.
0: Oh, I feel like I always thought that was a chosen name. No,
1: it's her real name. Wow, first so this name? is like
0: literally her birthright.
1: And her mom's name was Madonna. What? I know. What? I know, it's crazy. So- but she is so Catholic, and she's such a Leo. And I think a big thing that keeps her chugging along is this this tension between wanting desperately attention and yeah. being so hypersexual and being taught from the time you're little, don't draw attention to yourself, don't be sexual, you'll go to hell. You know, right. like like she's and, like she's
0: like rebelling against herself.
1: Yeah, if she wasn't raised Catholic. And if her name wasn't Madonna, we'd be having a completely different conversation right totally.
0: now. Totally. Well, side note, I will say this too. Um, in her progressed chart, meaning where Madonna's at right now in her soul evolution, her moon just moved to zero degrees Aquarius. So I think now more than ever, she's embracing the weird. That's
1: for damn sure.
0: Like, and just and she's comfortable with it. Like, I think she's like, you know what? Like- I've been super like because I, I do think this is the first time in her career where it has been questionable whether or not it was like even if you didn't like Madonna in in any of the other eras, she was objectively attractive and with it and controlled. Whereas I think she's sort of embracing this more out of control persona a little bit, even though it is hyper controlled. But I think I think there's something about it where before maybe there was a little bit more attention pointed towards the male gaze whereas now it's like no this is for the male g-a-y-s
1: only yeah 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 and what lady gaga did to push madonna's thing forward is to like actively push away the male gaze like yeah, wear a bikini yeah and then have a monster claw and be like right. yes i almost look hot and then you see this thing and you're like Ugh. but whereas madonna was kind of like yes it was hyper controlled yes it was high 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 fashion jean paul Gautier, like everything incredible 90s fashion but like yeah still somehow appealing to gay guys more than anything because she had the hard body she was so muscular like she was and her boobs are incredible have you ever seen her boobs
0: well when i was going through her instagram of days past her first instagram was that the martini pic and then The next one was just her cleavage.
1: Okay. here I have to go to the bathroom. So I'm going to take a very quick break while we get out there. Pause. And then we get into Kim Kardashian. What I want you to do while I step away for a minute is Google Madonna topless 1990s. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, Hell yeah. And uh, you're not going to believe her boobs are real. Okay. BRB. Oh, wow. And you're sure they're real. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's see. Madonna topless 1990s. Whoa, wow, great tits. It's also like this isn't that, I mean, this is more, you know, natural, I guess you could say, than what she's doing now. But, like, she's actually still herself. Like, this is what she's doing. She's just 60 years old, has a ton of prescriptions for whatever she wants, and has, um you know, a plastic surgeon instead of a publicist. So, I mean, but I don't think that, yeah, she has never been... She's never been shy, that's for sure. Some of these nudes, though, are hilarious. Like, this sort of tits-out overalls look is, like, I think it's as controversial as her no-eyebrow-rave look now. I mean, that's a weird, that's an LOL look right there. Okay, and now, Madonna Tablas, what is this from? The young ones of her topless look exactly like Lourdes. Now, these have got to be child porn. She looks like she's 12 in some of these. This is, I'm going to have to change that. Don't come after me. I'm just Googling for the podcast internet. Um, But, wow, okay, that's interesting. Okay, yeah, but then it's like, okay, the more recent ones. Yeah. How good are her boobs? Can you believe those? Incredible tits. She, I can't believe when she's young how much she looks like Lourdes. Oh, I know. It's so cute.
1: They're identical. They just- are. Boobs like that, you never needed to develop a personality, you know? Right.
0: Yeah, she has she she has become, great tits, and she still does.
1: She could have coasted on those things for life, but she still decided to become an artist, and I think that's really inspiring.
0: Well, I sort of think it's like, again, though, 12th house son, I think she, like, she doesn't know what, like, unless, like, I don't think she has m- that much of a sense of, how do I put it? Like when you have your son in the 12th house, it's like, it's hard for you to see yourself. So I think unless she became an artist, she wouldn't have even, unless she was doing photography of those tits, I don't even know if she would relate to herself as having great tits.
1: I think she has, she thinks she has
0: great everything. Oh, of course. But it's only because it's being photographed and shown to her. Like, I think she needs to be making stuff in order to see herself.
1: She was nude modeling from the time that she was like 18 years old because she knew she had it like that. I have to disagree with the astrology here. I guess it's
0: not, it's it's not that I don't agree with that. It's that, it's that, yes, she was nude modeling. She wasn't just like, I'm going to find a husband. She was like, I need to, I can actually sell this. And I, and I liked, I think she likes seeing the pictures as much as she likes her tits.
1: Yeah. Okay. 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 Yes. Sorry. I misunderstood. Absolutely.
0: I want to say, I think Madonna is the only person that was actually invited, invited to Britney Spears wedding. And I think she's one of the only people on earth that actually may have a friendship with Britney Spears.
1: I don't think so. I don't think either one of them knows how their phone works.
0: <laughs> All right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Throw it out there. But yeah, I, I just, I like that they kissed that one time. That was
1: great. That was incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was nice time. Did did Christina kiss Madonna too? Yeah. Isn't and, it funny that we just don't even, it's like all about Britney and Madonna, I don't even remember if Christina did, but she did, but we were just like, oh yeah, also Christina. I know, she,
1: she's like the Dan Quayle or the Ross Perot of the <laughs> 2000s culture, you know what I mean? Like totally.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
1: loves Christina Aguilera and when I was home she (laughs) she was she has a vape pen and she took a couple puffs off it and just disappeared one night and I was like where the fuck did she go so I went upstairs and she was laying in her bed all the lights were on in her room hold clutching her phone with her eyes closed listening to
0: genie in a bottle (laughs) no that's
1: amazing and so I was like mommy (laughs) I I just was like, she must be asleep. So, and she forgot to turn her phone off and she just had a weird playlist or something and it went into a bottle. So I pushed pause on her phone and she just didn't even move a muscle, didn't open her eyes and just goes, I was listening to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was
1: like in the zone. Like having like she... a, she was like stoned. Yeah. Listening, to She loves Christina Aguilera. Like That's she awesome. listens to that. I, I turn to you. Oh my God. She I will love that thrive. it's the
0: first album specifically.
1: Yeah. The first album. What a girl wants. Exactly. It was so funny. It but was yeah, a great album though. Poor Christina. Britney and Madonna kissed. And because that was the, this was the, the storyline du jour, they cut exactly, they cut immediately to Justin Timberlake. So <laughs> the crowd was seeing Justin while the Christina kiss was happening. And we only caught the tail end of the Christina kiss and she just wasn't as buzzworthy as Brittany. Like she just, she really got the short shrift on that one. It was Absolutely. such a bummer.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The How kiss would you be? The, the most low impact controversial kiss of all time. I
1: know. I, and I loved Madonna's justification for doing it when everyone, cause you know that she knew that was going to break the world. And someone was like, Oh, so why did you do that? And she was like, I was the groom. They were my brides. So I kissed them. <laughs> <laughs> like she's, that's how controlled she is. Like she yeah. will just sit and concoct a diabolical plan like that. And, yeah. and like the earth is off its axis because of what she has done. And then when someone says, Hey, what's the deal? She's, she just has one little short pithy quote to sum it up and just be like what's the big deal and it and it's like you know it's a big deal i love her oh my no gosh,
0: i think it's great. cool yeah virgo stellium virgo rising virgo moon controlled is the word
1: all right we're gonna get to kim and kim's new identity which is hilarious i mean we're, we'll get into it the the midlife crisis appears to be shifting. setting in <laughs> there's been a vibe shift in the midlife crisis like it's not over but it is transmogrifying and I'm excited to talk about it so Kim is rebranding her rebrand her (laughs) post-divorce rebrand we're gonna try to talk about this okay I used to work somewhere this is hilarious where we weren't allowed to say Oprah (laughs) what this place that I was working Oprah had sued them and they were in ongoing litigation. So any any story that we talked about or did like anything that went live to the public, we could not say Oprah. We would have to talk around it. Like we would have to be like in a massive television appearance on a daytime talk show hosted <laughs> by a media icon. This person said this. You know what I mean? Like we couldn't say Oprah. So now we should do... We, we can do that with kanye so we'll just okay. be like a rapper kim kardashian got divorced well that's what
0: Pe- perez hilton that's his whole thing now anti-semitic rapper
1: oh he does he's, he's only he's been calling him.
0: him he's covering him but he will only refer to him as anti-semitic rapper
1: but he still says his name
0: yeah yeah, yeah. but i think it's still, a really funny like like to make it anti-semitic rapper kanye west
1: right and now but, the only
0: way he'll say his name
1: and he'll but he's saying like he, he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. It's like Perez. You're still well, getting Perez, the SEO. Though.
0: That's so Perez.
1: Yeah, you're still getting the SEO. Mm. You're still getting the, you're still covering the non news about his fake wedding. just because, just Damn. because college dropout is no skips. <laughs> yeah. It is. Like... That is.
0: I'm so stuck on I'm so stuck know. on the I The first three albums are no skips. And, and even the next three. The, I they're know all they're all. He's a really wonderful, he's a really wonderful artist. Damn. The
1: first skips came after uh uh you know what was the one I went to the Madison Square Garden thing I sat in the Amex box at Madison Square Garden for this these are the perks of getting paid nine dollars a year <laughs> right. to to cover entertainment but um you know Ch- the one chicken I farm in the box father stretch my hands part two. Oh right right um the life of Pablo. The life, life of Pablo. Pablo. I thought that was his last skipless joint.
0: That was a fabulous album.
1: Yeah, whatever came after that, that was where he sort of lost his touch, and now he's just relying on hatred and theatrics. He is Alex Jones. He is Alex Jones. Like Al- he went on Alex Jones, and Alex Jones was like, "This is too much, bro."
0: <laughs> now that's <laughs> hilarious.
1: That's crazy. That's so yeah, crazy. I mean, I'm with you. I was listening. I was pissed off this weekend. I was very angry about things, and I was very inspired to like, you know, create and stuff. And I was like, the only person I can listen to is Kanye.
0: I'm sorry. He does actually satisfy a certain mood that, because you know, he understands.
1: Yeah. And you know that he's like, God damn it. Why can't I just create Beethoven's ninth? You know? Right, right. I just, if I just keep going, I'm going to do it. And like, that's the frustration that comes across in all of his music and like the determination. And you're just like, I relate to this, but then, uh, yeah, I have to hide it from people because it's not the done thing anymore.
0: Well, <laughs> lol, I'll say this, though, too, and maybe this is uh, something we can touch on briefly, but what I think is interesting about Kanye is that, like, okay, so, right, after Life of Pablo, yeah, what was the album after that? Um,
1: it was Ye, maybe? Or yeah, he, like... There was a Jesus Christ one. There was, like... I right,
0: don't yeah, like, Don not No one cares Jesus anymore. Christ. Right, he, he sort of... But what... What I think has been interesting in terms of just, like, rage writing is, like, the only songs of his that we've actually, like, even paid a little bit of attention to in the past few years have been the one that he was writing uh, to bully Pete Davidson. And now, oh, last yeah. week, before he got hypothetically married to somebody who, who works for him, he he put out the song or he released the song sensory overload right and so i sort of think yeah like in the sort of i don't know if it's more share more madonna but like yeah i think it's interesting that like instead of like spending all of his time creating albums now he's like using what's going on with him to put out rage music or like what he's
1: you know what he's he's doing what he's following the kardashian playbook (gasps) say more He's doing an auditory reality show. Oh my God. I don't have any gold digger left in me. So I just have to rely on diss tracks and using life milestones to create content that are, that is going to get people's attention. That's what he's doing.
0: He's doing like shameless reality, like lyrical reality TV.
1: Exactly. Wow. But you know what? I don't even want to talk about him too much because again, not to sound like a fucking insufferable, like 21 year old, but I don't want to platform him. I think well, we're, gonna.
0: I am curious about what do you think about his, uh, his non-official marriage?
1: I don't care. I I really just don't care. I don't care what he's doing. Yeah. He yeah. dis- he's disappointed me so fully. I've gone into battle for him so I many know. times, like trying to convince people that he wasn't a piece of shit for years and years and years. So yeah, he's, like a, he's
0: embarrassed us a bit. He's embarrassed us a bit. A, a bit I mean I the only reason I think it's weird is that everyone's reporting that it's his new wife and then the second line in every single article is like while there are no official marriage documents it's like okay well then what are we reporting he's not yeah. married he didn't get remarried and what she do you mean really,
1: yeah like there's nothing to know about I don't care I don't want to know who this person is I don't want to know who is who is She's just a
0: hot chick who works for him
1: yeah, I don't want to know who is happy to marry someone who's been on an anti-Semitic spree. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. want to know about Eva Braun 2.0. Right? I don't. Well, I don't care. You know, like, I, I, I wonder, like, he has to give all his money to Kim for child support. I hope he right. goes broke. Like, I just, I don't care. Should so we give... just call him,
0: like, Voldemort? Yeah, we could do that. You know, it's like the name that we dare not say. Um,
1: I don't know. I don't know. The rapper. The producer rapper. The rapper slash producer. <laughs> just to fuck rapper. with him. Oh yeah, the, the producer slash yeah, rapper. Let's go, go with that. Producer slash rapper slash designer in order mm-hmm. of things he wants to be reverse mm-hmm. order of things he wants yep. to be known for. Exactly. Love that. Okay. Um, what, what has your impression been in the months after that divorce occurred when she was dating Pete Davidson, when all this other stuff was going on last year? It wasn't earlier this year. Jesus earlier this year was like two days ago. It's January. Right. Last the
0: year, year, the year has only just begun. Happy birthday, yeah. Chicago. Um, I, Well, first of all, I think this is a milestone moment because it was this time last year at Chicago's birthday that we started to get the hints of what Kanye and co-parenting with Kanye was actually like.
1: Was this the kid whose birthday he made a federal case over, I didn't get invited, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I believe so. At the time, I was much more sympathetic to him, but now I'm like, you know what? It's very normal for divorced parents to throw... Different birthdays, but also, I guess it was fresh wound at the time, whatever. And also,
0: she had just moved across the street from him. So, like, there was a, I think the issue with that. He had just
1: moved across the street from her. Oh, oh,
0: oh. I just think there was a lot of, I think there was and continues to be a lot of confusion between them. Again, two Pisces moons trying to navigate fame. We're never going
1: to, we're never going to know what's going on with them or him. Yeah. We need to focus it on Kim's. Okay. So, what
0: do I think Kim, so I hated the Pete Davidson era. Why? Hated. Because, number one, I thought, I hated the reminder of how much Kim, and and we all are, but how much Kim is really influenced by the people that she's dating. And, like, hearing her, like, be, like, more blue and, like, pretend to be, like, horny and, like, like just, you could hear the Pete-isms in her, and I just hated it. I was like, you can't, like, like... Uh, yeah I just I was really like annoyed by it I was like oh now you think you're a comedian Kim like oh, okay you know I like, know
1: trying to be funny it was like Kim of all the things you could try to be don't yeah, go for
0: funny. It's like you're not it's not gonna work don't go for funny and like don't go for blue like I think it's one thing to be like sort of um visually erotic and stimulating in that way but like You know, I mean, like the reason that Chloe was like the blue sister back in the day was because actually she was the least sexy or, you know, or the one that felt the least sexy. Like, I don't know. I think it's really weird when somebody that's like really sexed up in terms of how they're dressing and she's wearing nothing but latex, everything she's got the, you know, her waist is the size of a Snickers bar. Her tits are the size of watermelons and she's Mm. just like, oh yeah, I'm horny. And it's just like, okay, okay, okay. Like you look sex. Don't, you don't have to like talk sex. It's just like, right.
1: Also, like at the end of the day, your fan base is women and gay men. We're not watching this because we like want to see you being sex. You I know? hated like,
0: like come in the shower with me. It's like I I, I don't that like I don't want to know that.
1: It was trying to prove something. She was trying to prove something. She was trying to prove. I think what 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 it seemed like in the months after the divorce became public, and you know they were kind of looking both for a new direction. One of them went Nazism. The other went. Yep. <laughs> you know SNL. yeah the other went I think what I'm talking about more so than the Pete stuff is like her her aesthetic yeah came trying to dress like a kind of a, a 14 year old 14 15 year old right and and I like just... the, and
0: the the weight like Marilyn I guess was the beginning of it but like the rapid weight loss and the yeah like she's it's it sort of feels like a regression a little bit
1: Yeah. And I hate to be, it makes me sound like an old fuddy duddy and honestly a little misogynistic when I say this, but I just want her to be a little more ladylike because that has been her brand and she's been to the white house and she's working on criminal justice reform, which is awesome and really cool. And I'm just like, this sort of like dumbed down teenager version of yourself. I get it. You're going through a midlife crisis. You're going through a divorce. It's fun to feel sexy and too skinny. We've all done it. We've all gone through a breakup Mm -hmm. and forgot how to eat and (laughs) suddenly had a six pack. And then you look back at the pictures and you're like, oh my God, I was in a bad place. You're like, my skin was gray. Yeah. And, and it's just to continually their, their relevance, it seems to be fading. People are not, but that it always seems to be fading. Everyone always thinks that they're on their way out. You know, everyone always thinks the Kardashians are on the way out, but like it just started to feel more desperate than it's ever felt before. I really liked when she first started dating the producer slash rapper slash designer. She was doing this very ladylike vibe of muted monochromatic colors, the long pencil skirts, the beautiful Hollywood waves in her hair.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: And that was just such a fun, great look. Like, okay, here's how to dress like a grown-up and still be sexy and with it and contemporary. But to just be in your mid-40s dressing like you're going to teen night at Jenks on the boardwalk (laughs) just hurts me inside because I just, I can't, and it doesn't matter. She doesn't owe me an empowering reason for why she's doing something but I guess it's it's just boring it's boring to, it's boring to look at
0: yeah it's boring to look at and it's also um and it's like yeah. motocross
1: inspired it's like what are we yeah. doing
0: right it's it's sort of it sort of um doesn't really live anywhere like it doesn't have root. like she's not a biker we don't think you're a biker Kim like right like right it's, it's like it's it, it is like cosplay a little bit you know um i don't know i mean my heart breaks for her because again yeah we were stands of the of the producer rapper fashion guy um thousandaire coming soon but yeah i i think that like it's just really hard because you know as off the wall or opinionated or whatever as he's ever been I thought they were a great couple and I thought they were divorcing really well too um, until Pete came along. Like I think I was really excited about seeing their family business continue to flourish, even if they were seeing other people, you know, and still support each other and still be really influential in each other's lives. And I think she's in a really weird position now and yeah, if there's anything I'm mad at Kanye for, it's like, how do you keep putting her and your kids in this weird position? How do, How is she supposed to explain this to her kids, let alone why she's wearing biker pants?
1: And you know, after the divorce, his first high profile fling was with Julia Fox. And it's kind of looked like ever since then, then Kim has been doing her own spin on Julia Fox. Like right. she's been doing like the eyebrowed and slightly more mainstream version of the Julia Fox aesthetic in a lot of ways, like the midriff bearing, the low rise, the edgy, the motocross inspired, the leather. And you're just like, oh, Kim, you're better than this. Yeah, it but what's really th- crazy though is that that, that, I'm not dream- saying that Julia Fox is like low or anything, just that Kim should be her own person. She shouldn't be taking cues from her ex husband's what is it called? Rebound. Springboard. Rebound springboard. Yeah, thank uh, you.
0: The really crazy thing is that until Kanye, that wasn't Julia Fox's weight or aesthetic either.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Specifically. She... Well, I no, 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 she, no. She was doing she was skinny all she, when he got in. Yeah, but she wasn't skinny like she's skinny. She says, she's like, that month that I dated Kanye, I lost 30 pounds, so now I don't have an ass, so I had to change my whole look. He redressed her. He had her wearing the stuff that she's continuing to sort of go with now. And he... If you look up anything from right before they started dating, she was actually doing like, no, she was way heavier, and she was doing like a 1950s. Her whole aesthetic was like pinup girl. I love that for her. I don't know if I'm basic. I don't know if I'm basic. No, I like that. I I hate her look right now. I hate her look. It's just like so many
1: really popular it girls are doing this like Matrix reloaded ass shit.
0: And I'm like, can we just look nice? Is that right? No, I agree completely. Like it's not like we just look nice, but like, and I don't think we need to necessarily be like dressing for the male gaze or like be attractive, you know, but I just think like, I don't know when I, even now, like when I look at Julia Fox, I'm like, have you been weeping? Why are like, like, why are your eyes look so like, why are are you on purpose red around the eyes? Are you on purpose looking so like colorless? Like, I don't know. It's it's like, there's something about it to me. That's like, And it is sort of scary in a way about the Kanye sort of the Kanye effect, because he really does change people's he transforms people. And then they're like kind of without a they're kind of paddling upstream without him because they're like, wait a second, this isn't really my look. But now I've committed to this. So now I think she's doing her best to, you know, stay with the look. But I don't think that was ever the Julia Fox aesthetic before. Literally right now, maybe when she was a dominatrix, it was. But like, no, this isn't what she looked like before.
1: Even then, it would have still been like juicy butt been
0: sexier. Like now yeah. she's going like anti-sexy.
1: Yes, she's going ap- apocalyptic. She's right. going for ugly. She talks about it on TikTok. She's like, I want ugly. I want to repel men. I don't want men anymore. Um, which is cool and interesting. It is, but like now Kim is sort of doing a, a an apocalyptic thing as well. And I don't know. We did that in the Lady Gaga stupid love video yeah, and yeah. I liked it then I liked it on Jane Fonda and Barbarella and those are the ways to do it outer spacey kind of I don't know also the really funny thing and this is where I'll stop saying names but a lot of people who are adherents to this look it, it's a little comical how much they're spending on plastic surgery just to dress ugly as fuck
0: dude totally right like you can't you can't make a thing like I'm going for ugly and and like trash if you've spent if you spend all of your life nipping and tucking to be perfect it's like perfect for the ugly clothes it's like okay right
1: cool cool. or is it the same thing madonna's doing where it's like i like how i look i think it looks cool i don't want to be this idea of beautiful i just want to have this one look that i'm going for you know
0: did did i see that she went back to brunette thank god i hate blonde kim i like a few of the shades but like when the roots get too much i'm like this looks so trashy
1: She did a honey, nice honey blonde once, but yeah, the bleach blonde, I don't know why she kept it for so long. That was like the biggest sign that something was terribly wrong. You know, you were just like, oh, your hair is breaking off, girl. Like, what are you doing? So, okay. Her last few, she's, she's definitely in a transitional era because her last few posts are throwback or skiing or neutrals, bras. Um skims advertisements, pajamas, mm. um another skim sweatsuit from two weeks ago. she's got her last outfit pick, her last like fit pick was two weeks ago, and she's wearing a um up in smoke tour doctor dre crop top, which is I would say probably an attempt to get some sort of reaction from the ex husband maybe and these like Christina Aguilera again inspired leather bedazzled cowboy pants. It's not, uh, you know, so yeah. that was more of the sort of motocross apocalyptic vibe, I would say. She had a really beautiful look at the family Christmas party. This, this silver. Th- thing but that's because the party is all glitz and glam but then do you remember there was this other event that she posted something from where she was with Paris and Nikki Hilton yeah I was just gonna bring that up she wore like
0: like like basically jeans she wore like the most casual outfit to like this glitz and glam party and it's like why
1: yeah and Paris Hilton look Paris and Nikki look like adorable and even like even in this one photo like she's wearing this teal um crop top and it's like. It's literally like when you were little and you had to wear a gym t-shirt and you rolled it up and rolled the sleeves up to make it look (laughs) hot, like she's done that with some sort of like $1,000 shirt and she's got leather pants on. But then next to her is Chloe wearing like a black bodysuit with cargo pants. And it's like, okay, that's kind of the elevated, nicer version of that look, you know, like
0: Chloe is doing better than you. What's happening? This is wrong, you know? this is mean I'm being a bitch. Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm just looking through right now too. I just, I, I want to say this. I don't think Chloe under any circumstance, I think, yeah. I mean, yeah. First of all, this motocross high boot band, like sensor bar tits look is so from Basil is like so weird. It just yeah. doesn't do anything for me. I mean, she looks like skinny, which might be all she's going for, but like, yeah, and then she has that picture right below where it's, like, totally natural. It's me and Northie, and it's, like, her hair looks fried. Her hair looks like she got electrocuted, yeah. which is just so unlike her. Um, I don't think Chloe, no matter what, will ever, like, hold a candle to Kim because Chloe's just so, Chloe's just so trying, whereas, like, Kim's sort of trying to, but even when it's a trying and a miss, there is something. There is something. She is just, like, a cool person.
1: Yeah. I I guess what I'm trying to say is just that this is the first era for them both where I'm I would rather wear what Chloe's wearing.
0: Right. This definitely is. Yeah, this is the first time where like also when they're together, I think Chloe's ever felt like like I think Chloe masturbates at night to Kim being jealous of of her. (laughs) You know, I think she's I don't know. She's like, Kim called me skinny today. Kendall and Kim called me skinny today.
1: I think she probably gets some validation out of that, but I do think she genuinely—I do think they have a genuine, loving relationship, and they're not sure. jealous of each other.
0: Like, oh, I think yeah. she's I mean, happy. I, agree. To, I don't think it's that she's jealous of each other. I think it's that she's so been so previously insecure, or like I'm the fat, funny sister, or like I'm—you yeah, know—I yeah, think yeah. she loves that. I—I I don't think she loves it in a way that's anti-Kim. But I think, yeah, Kim's divorced. Kim's relationships don't work out either, and now we're both skinny and hot. Cool.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, she yeah. Finally i also really liked this head-to-toe leopard outfit on kim i have to say i'm sorry that's the
0: thing i do i love that too that's the jersey in us but i think she looks cool there and i also think you know that's but that's more of like a kim throwback like that's how kim dressed when we first first that's in that first kardashians intro like that's like what she's wearing she's wearing a leopard dress isn't she
1: Oh yeah. I think she is. Yeah. I I just like the tacky glam Kim. If she's going to be tacky, I want her to be glam, but if she's going to be tacky motocross, I'm just like, what are we doing here? So, okay. Mm-hmm. That's how she's been. And now
0: she's also wait. Last thing I'll say though too. Motocross is so funny. Cause it's like, he, like here I am dressed in motocross getting out of my Bentley <laughs> yeah, <it's> so funny. <laughs> in my monochrome, like, like law student home. I'm walking around looking like evil Knievel. Like it is sort of like,
1: (laughs) yeah it's comical.
0: It's like, all right.
1: So now she's going for more of a neutral thing, which I'm so excited to see from her. And I'm excited to see what direction she goes in next clothing wise. I don't think she's even decided yet because again, from these most recent six posts that she has done, nothing in there is that, as we say in the fashion industry directional, it's all very neutral. So, so that's interesting. So, what are we getting from her on a what's on the inside okay I will show you the other day the day that her ex-husband there was some news reports that he had gotten married not married to this lady whoever the hell she is um she Kim had an unprecedented three inspirational quote day over on her Instagram.
0: I'm always worried for them when we get inspirational quotes in the mix, you know? I, know. I do not. Chloe is the worst offender by far.
1: I ha- I, I, I don't follow her on anything, even it's, though sometimes I like It's devastating her.
0: stuff. It's devastating yeah. stuff.
1: I like her pictures and her outfit pics, but like the way that she uses language and the way that I she, know, I know. It's- One another. We talk about it all the time.
0: One another's got to go.
1: She's got one another syndrome. She's so- Look, some people, they just think that adding more words sounds smart. And that's all I'll say. So, okay. (laughs) These are the three inspirational quotes that she posted in order. Chronological order. People who want to see you win, comma, will help you win. Remember that.
0: Okay. Can we break these each down?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to read all three and then we'll break it down. Okay.
0: Okay. Love it.
1: Number two, just remember the black sheep usually turns into the goat keep doing you wait
0: <laughs> yeah like I, yeah it's all like
1: yeah that's like saying the turtle usually turns into a llama like it does not it d- demonstrably doesn't
0: and I mean, then maybe finally, she's maybe it's just trying to say like in the end that the turtle won against the hare
1: the tortoise something maybe okay and then the third one i'm really in my quiet girl era i don't have much to say just much to do and it's like Okay, well, you've just posted more words onto your Instagram story than you ever have in your entire life. So you do seem to have a lot to say, but okay, let's start with the first one. Yeah. People okay. who want to see you win will help you win. Remember that.
0: So my question about this is is she reminding Kanye that she's been on his team the whole time? Or is she saying, you're now help- you're now trying to make me lose? And I'm gonna remember this. Do you know what I'm like who is that towards?
1: Okay. I don't think her ex is looking at Instagram ever. I think it's but he is looking rare. at
0: the he's looking at the coverage of what she's doing.
1: Right, but she knows that this isn't gonna make it. If you like, I think that her dressing up north as him was a that was around the time that this rumored wedding happened.
0: Yeah. And
1: that to me was like the boldest overture for his attention and to get a rise out of him that we've ever
0: absolutely and they were specifically cringe
1: yeah and obviously that's not an indictment of the kid who was doing it for her to dress up as her dad is adorable and really sweet and should always be encouraged no but but
0: for kim to be in it and like put her arm around her like she's about to hump her on a motorcycle is so weird
1: exactly and then to post it and to know that this is going to get wide coverage she knows that's going to get wide coverage yeah but i
0: agree that is for kanye
1: that was for him that was her being like look what we're doing. We're still your family. You Are know? you pissed? Yeah. And yeah. And it, and to know that it, it was at a moment when he was running around with another woman and it just makes the sexualization of her in the video even weirder because it's like, right. it truly was being like, remember when this used to be us and it's right. like, now
0: it's your daughter.
1: So weird. So, but okay. So I don't think While I do think that those TikToks were designed to get a rise out of him, I don't think this inspirational quote was designed for that. Because I think she knows he's not going to see it. Here's my conspiracy theory. You're going to like this.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. yeah.
1: I think she's got moles inside the Yeezy organization. And she's very annoyed that one of them allowed him to get, quote unquote, remarried. Like, she's got people that are couple agents for both of them that she's been massaging the friendship trying to keep them close so that she always has tabs on him and someone who's in her inner circle and his inner circle like some of the one or or however many holdouts there still are who are talking to both of them maybe it's Tracy Romulus you know like I don't know
0: right right she's based right she's because she's I think it's saying I think it's reverse I think she's like almost like reverse psychology it's like I don't think she's saying thank you for helping me win or like the people who've been in my corner always have been. I think she's saying I remember that people that help you win, win. And otherwise, you're not on the team.
1: Exactly. She's saying people who want to see you win will help you win. Remember that. She's saying
0: when somebody didn't help me, that means they don't want me to win. And I remember that. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So she's mm. saying, I can, I know that one of you is enabling this to happen and you're not helping me. So I'm never right. helping you again.
0: Right. Yeah. I agree. That's a great, I love that conspiracy theory. Very good. I, right, I cool. agree.
1: Cracked that one. Number two, this is the best. Just remember the black sheep usually turns into the goat. Keep doing you.
0: Um, yeah, right. Exactly. I think you're, you nailed it. First and foremost, this makes no sense. It makes no sense. And,
1: and the thing is goat is obviously in our modern vernacular an acronym for greatest of all time, but she has not presented it this way in the quote. It's just written all lowercase goat. So it's like already. Oh my God. All
0: lowercase goat is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to use goat in that way, you should use it as a, um, as an acronym caps
1: lock. Yeah. All caps okay let's unpack the black sheep is the person who doesn't fit in uh Kim is not the black sheep she's the mold
0: right I was gonna say like either this is for Chloe or Kanye Wally the loser
1: I don't know and then she's saying the black sheep the person who doesn't fit in usually turns into the goat the greatest all time
0: this is like for her mother's sister aunt Karen
1: Actually, do you know what? I will say she was Black Sheep in the beginning of her career, and she is the GOAT now. So she's right. The The Black Sheep usually turns into the GOAT. Actually, I mean, obviously yeah, in terms that's of,
0: interesting. I didn't yeah. think of it like that. I guess you're right. She was the Black Sheep, and now she might be saying, and I'm the GOAT.
1: Yeah, so in terms of, like, actual, like, oh. farm hands, it doesn't make any sense, but right. in terms of her story, it's true, but what does this have to do with anything? I guess maybe she's saying, like, this to me feels like some sort of deal was lost, like, there was a deal of some sort, and it fell apart, and she's pissed, so, like, I don't know if maybe she and he were supposed to keep collaborating on something and because of this new relationship that's fallen apart and she feels snubbed because she's like yes you might be considered a genius by many people but look what I accomplished without any talent and like you relied on talent to get where you are like I've actually accomplished more in a sense I mean in her mind you know so maybe she's saying something like that like Like they were supposed to be working together on something and they've he stopped answering her texts about even that. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah. Wait, read the quote one more time.
1: The black sheep usually turns in usually turns into the goat. Keep doing you.
0: I mean, if anything, I could also see it being maybe a. Like reminding him that even though like I could see him sort of being mean to her like punishing of her in in some way I mean he has been this whole time I think she could be saying like even if you think I'm lame and like still sexualizing and can't dress or whatever like I've been here before and like I will son you but I don't yeah it doesn't it doesn't quite unless she was just like encouraging a young person who's a loser I don't know what she's talking about
1: she's talking to herself it's a pet talk to herself for sure
0: but it's like I mean, maybe it's, if, maybe it's for Tristan, um, for Chloe's second child, you know, I don't know. I mean, it is for herself, but it's like, when in under what circumstance in, in this moment, how is she a black sheep now?
1: Because she's lost the husband that legitimized her in the eyes of mainstream America
0: and just in time. Right. Exactly. But
1: it still is like, she I think she's probably worried that her clout is gonna go down and her grip is gonna slip a little bit because so she's
0: like, You still got it. Like you've came you've you started from the bottom and now you're here and it can happen again. Yeah. Think about where she was after her most recent di- her
1: previous divorce, not her first, it was actually her second, <laughs> but the 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 uh what's his, Chris Humphreys, Humphrey's. divorce? Yeah, that, that was, was her she was the lowest of the low. She absolutely. was absolutely international laughing stock. Now, oh, that's interesting. Maybe it's no like
0: one. a divorce reminder.
1: Yeah, she's like, "Look, I was doing so bad and like this guy picked me, legitimized me. I got a Vogue cover when I had previously been banned from Vogue. Like, I'm going to make it out of this. I'm going to make it out of this pit that I'm in right now. I'm going to stop the motocross because she has and like I'm, I'm I am going to rise to a new height." So this might not even be related to him. It might be related to a business deal gone wrong. Someone who she was supposed to, this, I really do think it's someone who she was supposed to do a deal with has said, you know what? Your star is fading. Your influence is waning. And we're not doing this anymore because you don't have the husband or or something along those lines, like a fashion house dropped her because right. of him or something. And so now she's saying, just remember the black sheep turns into the goat, keep doing you. She's like, I don't need
0: anybody, anyone
1: else to legitimize me because Yeah, I'll use that person to gain more legitimacy, but then when they're gone, I'll find something else, someone else.
0: It's just interesting, yeah, for the news to come out about the producer, rappers, fashion designers, new, not marriage. It's like these quotes, it's funny just of of all days to post inspirational quotes. They do seem particularly unrelated (laughs) to, you know, it's just like, what is she like throwing us off the scent? She doesn't even know about the marriage.
1: This is why I think there's some reason why she feels betrayed by this going public. Like maybe it's a person who does their mutual PR, someone who's mutually involved with the two of them and handles the business. She's disappointed in them.
0: I mean, I wonder if this, I mean, apparently this woman worked for him for years. I mean, she must've known her.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then the third one is I'm really in my quiet girl era. I don't have much to say, just much to do. Which again says I'm putting my head down and working. And it doesn't matter what you do or don't give me or believe in me. And it's also funny because it's like you're not you're not in your quiet girl era. You're just like briefly rebranding.
0: But also like for the first time I think ever, she like I of last as of last week or like two weeks ago, maybe, put out two deeply intimate long form podcasts on Goop and then on the Angie Martinez show. She couldn't, She she's never said more. Yeah, that's interesting. She cried about Kanye and co-parenting with him. Yeah, that's so true. I mean- I think she's literally saying, don't ask me about this fake marriage. That's it. Yeah, maybe. I also- Can't think talk that... about it. I'm doing my law school. And it's like, but okay, also, cool girl. You're talking about it though.
1: I also don't think she puts a tremendous amount of thought into what she says- Or how her personality comes across in the world. I think for her, it's all about image. And I agree. As
0: evidenced by, like, people just need to work.
1: Right. It's all about image and what she perceives to be business, which is like licensing deals, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, she is saying, I'm not going to say much, but what she means is, I'm not going to post much. And, like, I'm not going to let you into this new era until i'm ready you know what i mean like for her saying things is not talking out loud because when she talks out loud nothing really comes out That's even funny. when she, you know what i mean like even when well she's and like,
0: when she talks it out i mean i think that was one of the things about this season of the kardashians where it's like okay you can definitely like i i hated the relationship with p but i definitely had a lot of respect for her hustle and her um perfectionism, etc. But then it's like, I don't need another scene of her nagging. Kylie, I know you can pay for it, but don't touch anything. It's like, she actually doesn't, yeah, like, I don't, I'm not like, oh, she seems dope to hang out with. I'm just like, oh, she's like, actually really anal.
1: To her credit, I think she knows her personality is a weak point. That's why she agreed to a family show in the first place. She knows that she needs an ensemble cast in order to stay relevant. She knows that she needs a famous husband or boyfriend in order to stay relevant. She knows that she needs her minor children in order to stay relevant. Like she gets it. She knows that for her, it's about image and there's, there's not much else going on. And she needs all these other things, this web of other influences to keep her on top, which again is not counting the advocacy work she does for prison reform, which is a completely great and out of left field thing that doesn't really fit It doesn't really fit in that much overall with her, her fame stuff. I think it is a way for her to legitimize herself without a man.
0: It is Uh, funny though, because again, like just to, to the, the, the point, I think you're right, actually that she, right. She must mean aesthetically, she doesn't have a lot to say with her fashion and her look, but it's funny because like, also she just launched her own podcast. It's like, she never said more in her life.
1: I know. It's funny. She just, it doesn't register her, register to her as speaking. It's like for me, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I feel like you definitely c- clock words.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it's like, you're writing a professional writer. I know. I was going to say it's like writing for me because it comes so easily, but then I'm like, no, cause speaking doesn't even really come that easily to her either. She just kind of does it to fill air, you know? So I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. I, yeah, I, th- I think she's just, yes, I think they're all and and also I think the other piece of it too is that for the first time ever in us knowing her she is like drinking for the first time so who knows she also could have been like a little bit like mimosas by the pool like fuck it post 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 and like woke up in the morning and was like Uh, whatever these are these are harmless (laughs) like
1: right and then so yeah I mean I think she's telling us in photos and in these quotes that she's heading into an aesthetically pared down era which I'm so excited for. I'm happy for it in general. Even at the Golden Globes, there was no maximalism. It was very much like much more minimal than what we've been seeing. And I'm, I gotta say, I'm sick of maximalism. I'm excited to see some restraint, you yeah. know, in people's looks because it's just it's not fun to have these like big bold colors all the time. It just gets old after a while. It's like, it hurts your other...
0: eyes. It hurts your eyes.
1: Yeah. I love to see restraint. I love minimalism. I like a Carolyn Bessett Kennedy vibe, but yeah. so then another thing that she's doing interspersed with these was she's doing a lot of posts about her kids and she's doing You right. she posted so much about Chicago's birthday and they always post a lot about the kids' birthdays, but it just seems like she's saying, Okay, yeah, there's might be some news about some other member of my family gallivanting with this person, but guess who's raising the kids? And she she's kind of like going for a sympathy fo- vote in that way, and it also helps her to flesh out her personality and make her look not like the villain, you know? And 100%. I think it, it makes. I wonder if she's regretting a little bit the Pete Davidson era because that was so overtly sexual and it was so like. Because she, I mean, they were probably having great sex and I think she was probably a little, a little sex manic, you know, we all get that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't think she's ever really, yeah. I think it was probably the first time in her life that she was like into sex in that way. Um, I, I don't know. Was with
1: Kanye. Or do you think she just enjoyed being. I
0: enjoyed think they had a much Kanye. more. Yeah. I think they had a much more like gay guy relationship then. <laughs> I think he loved dressing her. I think he loves dressing her. And I think that I think he put puts a lot of pressure on people in a way that I could see it making someone actually kind of inhibited in the bedroom.
1: Yes. Like, you need to be this perfect, I'm Pygmalion, you're the sculpture. Mm-hmm. Right. You need to be the perfect- Don't disappoint me. Exactly. That's what I mean when I was like, he, she likes being- liked by him she just absolutely really was getting a kick out of the fact that this high profile guy who's highly respected at the time in in the music industry and in entertainment um thought that she was the fucking best thing ever like yeah. and yes he saw her as sort of a product but like he loved
0: it but, and, and was, also like so did she that's her yeah, dreams. That's,
1: that's fun like whatever if if someone came along and was like oh my god you're fucking awesome we got to do something with this who wouldn't be like Oh hell yeah! I'll mar—I'm going to marry this person, <laughs> uh, that, and,
0: I, and I'll have all your children. Well, two of them. Well, I will. I will combine my egg with yours four times. Yes, yes, it but does. yeah, she's like, but she had preeclampsia or whatever. She, she had an excuse. I know. Yeah, she did. She had.
1: She did. She had. She, she did, did have.
0: And I think. I think we all saw. It, like, she did have specifically horrible. She. She was not a good. She wasn't a natural pregnant person. That was hard oh. for her.
1: She's the only celebrity I believe was pregnant.
0: Absolutely. Like her it, and, it showed and and it was hard for her.
1: Yeah. Her and Kate Hudson. If you don't have a swollen neck, I don't want right. to see right. the pictures. Totally. Go away. Shut up. <laughs> if I, you don't have a swollen neck. <laughs> I need the neck to become one with the face. And, and cankles. I'll be- I'll must believe- have
0: cankles.
1: Yeah. I'll believe that you carried your child. But these people that are just, you know, you can't even see the bump until they turn to the side. Get out of here. Don't get. No.
0: I feel for her I I don't think she thought she was going to be in this position Mm -hmm. I think she and Kanye had plans that she was down for and I think slowly but surely he has like flicked all of those possibilities (laughs) like off the table and she's like okay uh well I'll figure it out
1: yeah well I'm excited to see what she does I'm excited to see the end of the teen night era and see what she got for us next. I think that's all we got to say about it. Join the Patreon. Some people have asked me what Patreon is. And it occurred <laughs> to me we never told anyone. So it's a website that you can join to become a patron of Space Trash Lifestyles of the Rich and Uranus. It's just a way for you to honestly give us money. And we give you some exclusive content in return as sort of just a token of gratitude. It's It's a a way to support the pod. Yeah, it's a way to support the pod. We spend hours a week on this thing. Yes, we have advertisements. I'm not going to tell you how much it pays us because it'll make you too sad. So what would really help so much more is... Rate and review. Join the Patreon.
0: When you like an episode, post it on your Instagram stories. Your friends will like it too.
1: Like I said, I started
0: this podcast in
1: 2019. It is making a little bit of money now, which is great. Sarah came on board in 2021. Yeah, 2021. I don't even record
0: now, but yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah.
1: Because it was still lockdown. You put when did, your mask.
0: Wh- oh, right, right. But was it 2020 or 2021? When did Chet Hanks, uh, that was our it first episode. It was definitely episode. 2021. Okay, it's yeah, been yeah. a year
1: and a half. So look, we've been doing this for I've been doing it for four years. Sarah's been doing it for a year and a half. We do have a little momentum going, which is great, but like we need to get more
0: going. And like we're um, excited to get more going with you. And then when we have a big yeah. enough audience, we can do a space trash world tour. And you guys can actually see us through stand-up comedy and theaters that will sell out because of your help, street team. Exactly. So thank you very much. Join
1: space oh. patreon.com slash space trash podcast.
0: And, um, aren't you glad we didn't say Harry and Megan? Okay. Um, we'll be back with that soon too. And more. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Have a great night. Ma ball.
1: You too. Enjoy your,
0: enjoy the basic looks that we put together for our comfy cozy evening.
1: I know. Oh my God. I'm so nice and toasty. It's freezing Mm, in here.
0: Yeah. It's cold as hell, but we're going to stay nice and warm and monochromatic
1: yeah and we're building this is such a great building.
0: Q1 is all about building, so yeah it fucking is.
1: It's also we're, all about layoffs,
0: so you know so really support the pod because we, any day now you never know. you never know <laughs> I don't know what who's going to lay me up. Maybe some of my clients will get laid off and then they'll fire me, and I'll be like a a product of the anyway, yeah, we got to get off, we got to go. but um yeah. I'll edit this put it in line. thank you guys so much Space 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 trash lifestyles the rich and uranus space trash celebrities they're trash but the astrology can help us understand transmission incoming (laughs) even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods